Hello, Knights of the World Table. This is Zach coming to you for the very last bio episode. It's Chris's characters today, Carver and Biscuit. Both great discussions, fun scenes to be had. Chris clearly puts a lot more careful thought and planning into the backstory of his characters more than some of us, such as me. Um, and, and you can really tell that both in these episodes and in the depth of characters that you can feel when Carver and Biscuit interact with people. And so it's a great episode to learn a little bit more about those two great new characters. Um, thank you so much for listening to these. They're a lot of fun. We seem to be barreling towards the end of season four. Should be just a few more episodes and then we have some fun planned for you beyond season four that we'll tell you about in the future. As always, the best thing you can do to support the podcast you're already doing, which is listen. Uh, the next best thing would be to tell your friends about this awesome podcast that they should check out. The next best thing would be to leave a rating, particularly on Apple Podcasts, because that spreads far in the podcast world. Um, Jeff mentioned recently uh, about Clubhouse, uh, the app that he clearly does not know that much about, um, but uh, it should actually be opening up to Android users soon. Sometime in May it's supposed to open up. So come check us out. Uh, say hello to us there. Particularly we've been doing Tuesday nights at 8 Pacific. Uh, we've been doing an improvised D&D one hour show live there on Clubhouse. We'd love to have some of you come and join us and give us some suggestions for the adventure. We take audience participation and uh, I think that's it for now. Enjoy the episode. And remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. Welcome, listeners of the Roll Table, to another bio episode. Woo-hoo! I'm here with some of the cast of Knights of the Roll Table Season 4. With us today, we have Matt Messerman. Hello. Carlos Guzman. Hi there. Zach Stones. Hey. <laughs> that was we got weird. Chris Daly. Hey, what's up, everybody? Chris, you're the subject of our bios this time oh boy and you play two characters this season in season four i sure do you play biscuit our wizard and you play carver the warforged artificer who should we talk about first you know i i was just excited to play some new characters (laughs) it took me a while because yeah, I was you've the been same gravely. characters in season one and three, and then DM season two. So I so I was happy. So I'll let you pick dealer's choice. Ooh ooh ooh! Uh, I want to start with Carver. Okay, Carver we know is the uh, Warforged artificer that we met with Team Remy out in the deserts of Red Basin. Uh, we first ran into Carver with Deleth. As we were following our heroes from last season who were traveling in the desert, they came upon you and Dell being held by some goblins. Uh, what else do we need to know about Carver, uh, about what they are like, anything from behind the scenes creating them that the audience should know about? Carver is, is a bit of an enigma to himself because he 
<laughs> I'm kind of using the old trope of amnesia, but because he's a warforged, there's some sort of, you know, artificial memory loss. So all that he remembers is waking up in this shop um, about 50 years ago or so. And for a long time, he was just left dormant. It was just basically a storage room in this old shop, kind of on the fringe of, of Red Basin. And then uh, a one day, an old gnome um, named Narlo Bootswiffle found him. And he was, a, he was a shopkeeper and he was a toy maker. And he at first just used him to clean up and sweep around. You know, he's, he was a tinkerer a little bit, you know, he'd like to make things. So he, he remembered um, uh, when he was activated, um, you know, sort of his power cycle was, was turned on uh, by Narlo and he got him to help out around. He, he just was kind of like in a safe mode, like he was accepting simple commands and he uh, wasn't able to answer really where he came from or anything like that. And and then Narlo was a toy maker. So eventually he kind of, you know, like Edward Scissorhands, he kind of like the old man sort of taught him uh, how to make these carvings and toys for children, eccentric souvenirs. This It's kind of like the, the town where he was, it's sort of like Radiator Springs. There's like not much going on. It's basically a town with like, eight shops on the road and there's one road going through it. And so for some reason there was a toy shop, I guess, um, because people wanted to get souvenirs along the way, you know, to their next destination um, on the way to Castor city or, or something like that. So um, that's what he remembers. And then, and then he kind of was with Narlo Bootswiffle for a while until he figured out, maybe I need to figure out kind of where I came from and, and, uh, so he uh, he packed up some stuff and he headed out. And you've adapted some of the artificer spells and effects and abilities to kind of match yeah. that. Um, uh, talk us through some of the things that you've done to adapt oh, it gosh. for Carver. Um, so, Just a, a couple off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. So uh, because Carver carves all these little wooden um, these little wooden figures, these animals specifically. And so I thought it would be fun to with this character to kind of flavor things um, at, at, with each spell to kind of have something where the components that you would normally have for a spell are things like, you know, copper wire or asphalt or rotten egg or, you know, things like that. We've had some of that uh, in, with different characters on the show. So I thought using these little wooden figures would be stored in like various little, you know, uh, liftable components or, or little um, uh, components what am i trying compartments to say? he would have these he would have these little um uh drawers and things like that in his body um like that would open up on a shoulder or in a forearm in his hand in his chest you know and something would come out and a spell would be activated but carver doesn't even know he can do these things until they happen it's sort of like an innate sort of instinct if, if there's a defensive thing he a shield might go up but it's activated by all these little you know, like um, uh, beetles coming out and flying around or or like the, the one that happened, I think re recently was like a little um, uh, carved blowfish would come out and it would uh, sting mm -hmm. somebody and then they would, it would cast enlarge on them. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I have a couple of, I have a lot of these like where it's like this, this thing happens, like, you know, this little 
wooden chicken would come over and like peck you and then you would you would have feather fall <laughs> so, um, just stupid little stuff like that <laughs> but i think it's 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 fun to add your own little spell to or your own little spin on existing spells because instead of just like i cast this but it's like well what does that look like what is what what how does that take effect and because it's an artificer he doesn't really have like innate magic it's mm, it's right. items that have arcana Im- embedded within them so like i was trying to think well how does it make sense for an artificial construct to, to have magic it's not from a god it's not from you know a, a, a it's not from a mm. patron or whatever but it's it's more like this is science i think the artificer description actually prompts players to do that it actually says yeah. like you should come up with your own particular way each spell goes and you do such an amazing job of exactly that like uh, such a great example for people who might want to play artificers of like totally having a theme and coming up with super fun ways that each spell works yeah and he's uh, the the subclass i chose was battlesmith because i kind of like the idea of having it's like having a familiar or like being a ranger and having a, a beast you know uh, you know master but um it, the you have what's called a steel defender so instead of having like a wolf or a lion or something i chose a hummingbird um, and i named mm-hmm. it chisel kind of going with the carving yep. theme and so it's this really powerful little hummingbird that can like zoom around kind of uh, fly up and like take a look at things he's he's been kind of a, a periscope a couple times and he can actually do a little force energy attacks which is kind of cool this little hummingbird so i just thought for flavor i just thought it was kind of neat to have this big strong you know metal and wood construct with this little sweet little carved you know uh animal i think i figured that out like only recently that swivel like maybe in the genie fight that like swivel was the chisel sorry i'm thinking of boot swivel um that chisel is your like mechanic what's it called the Steel Defender. The Steel Defender. Because you assume, because it's just a little hummingbird you use for reconnaissance, that it's your, it's like a fine familiar spell. And you realize, oh no, Chisel can do some stuff. That's awesome. It's always exciting when you, when you play and I, you know, you say, oh, you start walking through all this stuff that happens. I'm like, (laughs) as the DM trying to figure out, wait a minute, what is he casting? What is this thing that's going to (laughs) happen? What's happening? (laughs) So uh, after leaving and deciding to set off from narlo and to kind of find himself um were there other people that he that carver met or teamed up with was he in other adventuring groups before was he kind of just wandering yeah i i don't know i i I think because we started him at you know kind of looking outside of the box a little bit we started him at level eight so one would assume he kind of has these abilities but but uh for me i think he kind of got to that level or he got those abilities, you know, if we're talking narratively before his memory loss and he's sort of just sort of been that powerful. <laughs> like he's here, he's been at that level, um, but he didn't know all these things. So to, to his knowledge, he has only just been in a shop for 51 years. And, and um, basically when he was kidnapped by these goblins and, brought out with into the desert with Deleth. Um, he was like, well, I'm on my way. And then you ran into goblins and they knocked and they like turned him off. So um, other than just staying with Narlo, he really hadn't, hasn't had any interaction. He's, he's interacted with tourists, like, like kids coming into the shop and um, 
I'm sure Narlo tried to like figure out like, oh, did you, who made you and that sort of thing. So I thought it, it would be interesting to have a conversation like to, to figure out who this, who this shopkeeper was and what he taught him and kind of maybe some of that, some of his uh, wisdom that got passed on, you know, as he was heading out in the world and kind of like getting his blessing to leave. And Well, let's, let's zoom in on that then. And let's, maybe we could see a scene where Narlo and Carver are kind of maybe discussing the bigger topics of life, maybe considering uh, Carver is considering going out into the yeah. greater world and um, figuring out a little more about Narlo. Anything off the top that you think Narlo would be um, personality-wise or what? what's Narlo's energy? Uh, he's he's an excited old man, you know, like somebody, it's like a grandfather that really loves a record collection. You know, like he's, uh, he <laughs> always wants to talk about it. So for him, it's like, Oh, look at this little, look at this, um, 0.6, six and a half wrench that I found. Oh, it's, it's so amazing. Like that's not even a measurement, but you get the, idea. uh, this three, this three sixteenths. <laughs> oh, it's such, <laughs> such a nice point to it. Ooh. Oh, I assumed we went, we were on metric in the realms, but okay. <laughs> Metric is kind of the lay of the land, but like when you're using like a craft, you know, you, when you're yeah. constructing something, you want to use an imperial measure just because you have the breakdowns, the fractions a lot easier. That's true. It it's makes just sense. Nice. Yeah. You guys, you forgot. It's on the Metre system. Uh, the Metre system. Uh, the Metre system is in, is in the Feywild. Yeah. I yeah. did, mm-hmm. in fact, forget that. <laughs> uh-huh. And then and then I'm sure like tourists could come, like kids could come in and, you know, maybe maybe there's something that causes Carver to realize there's more out there, you know, and, and he can talk to Narl. Something enticing. Yeah. Uh, that draws him into the greater world. All right. Well, we set the stage then in Red Basin on this small stop halfway between somewhere and somewhere else. This little tiny town, this uh, small shop that is Narlo's toy makery. Daddy, daddy, I want one of those. Let's go in here. Let's go in this toy stop. Okay, well, well, we'll go in, but what? No, you have a six gold limit. Okay, six gold is the max that you can spend. Okay, six gold. Ding ding. Welcome to Narlo's Toy Makery. Oh, hello. Wow, I want that. Feel free to look about and let us know if we can make anything for you. How much are you? I am not for purchase. I have six gold. Now, little Timmy, what have I told you? We don't buy people, okay? Oh, he's not a person. Look. And I dong, dong, dong on his chest. <laughs> yes, I am a construct. P- please don't manhandle my assistant. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't see you there, sir. I'm Narlo. Welcome to my shop. Uh, Carver here will assist you. Oh, thank you. Hey, look, uh, we need something small that travels easy. Uh, I- I've years. already pulled three different toys off of no, shelves. No, <laughs> Timmy, no. Down. Put I it down. This, I want this. You no. can't touch. All right. No. There's one on the top shelf. I'm, I'm going to climb up to the three. top shelf. I can one. reach it for you. Whoa, his arm got long! This is a bendable wooden snake. If you fold this... And what he pulls down is a long, sectioned-off wooden toy, and it sort of acts like an accordion. Every time it's expanded, these little sections of wood form these geometric shapes, and as it's compressed, they fold into each other cool and then and it gets smaller too whoa i want that how much is it 
Daddy, can I have that? Well, let's see how much it is. This is two gold. No, <gasps> I could get. You can get that, but remember, you only get one. I could get one gold of it. I could get one <laughs> snake of one. gold. I'm yes, not good at one. math yet. I could get. All right, I want that. Timmy, you're in seventh grade. <laughs> Six golds worth of the snake. Your name is Timmy. Yeah. What is your favorite animal? Oh, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I like badgers and I like I can um, carve purple a badger. worms. And, oh, you can, I can carve a purple worm. You can carve a purple worm? I can carve a purple worm eating a badger. Oh, that'd be awesome. I heard purple worms are in the desert and they can come up and they can eat anything. That would be rad. I want to worm. Could you make a worm like this they snake? They are. They like to eat people. Sweet. Yeah, I want that. You would like a purple worm eating a person? Yeah. Yeah, but we don't want it if it co- if it costs extra. Okay? Can you make Just... the person look like my dad? <laughs> well, a, a custom carving will cost six gold. Perfect. Yeah, dad, dad I have six gold. Carver takes out this like okay. six inch by four inch block of of a dark kind of a cedar wood, and he just starts. Uh, moving his a little blade comes out of his uh, finger on his index finger and where his like ring finger would be and he just starts going <laughs> like moving really fast and kind of carving and all these little wood shavings come off and they fall over Timmy and all over the dad and <laughs> he's and dancing just, around <laughs> in the snow yeah. <laughs> and you hear <laughs> uh, and then and it finishes and then you see this carving of um, like a four inch tall wooden purple worm and inside of the mouth uh, kind of attached from the, the mouth of the worm is uh, a human which looks vaguely very small but vaguely kind of like the father <laughs> wow i love it did he paint the wood to make the worm purple no no it's just it's just the the, the shape of a purple oh, okay that but, will be six gold dad pay him great all right so thank you so much uh are you ready timmy can yeah, we go let's now go Okay. Hey, can I have an Thank ice cream? You. No, you cannot have ice cream. You've it's all your six gold, and you last time you had ice cream, you ding, threw ding, up all over the, the wagon. <laughs> Carver, they the, seemed uh, nice. The the craftsmanship on that was amazing. Did you did you use the 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 two blade or the one blade? That was a one point five. Ah, excellent choice. You know, I tried using a one point five to carve myself, but I never quite got the knack for it. That's why I have you. I've found that the smaller gauge allows me to get more detail when i work on things like talons and fangs Hmm. you don't find any trouble with the flexibility of the blade at all i could fix that up for you sometimes it is a little flexible i fear that it might break Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a justified justified fear you seem you seem a little down carver i am incapable of feeling sad oh well then good back to work but I have a question. Oh, yeah, yes. Why do people come into this town and then leave and don't come back? Are they eaten by purple worms? Uh, some, possibly. I, you know, for the most part, I think that they just don't much care to stick around in this town. And we're, we're a, a, a way station on the way to larger cities, bigger things, more exciting adventures. But, you know... We have our own adventures here. We get to we get to use these tools to craft amazing, intricate toys that that the children love, and some adults. And as he's talking, Carver's just looking down at all the shavings on the ground, and his foot component opens up, and 
all these little um uh ladybugs like these little like metal wooden ladybugs come out and they each pick up a shaving and they just like bring it back in they're like pikmin (laughs) (laughs) and this is just all and and he's he's seen it like a million times so it's not like whatever it's just he's just like letting it happen i wonder narlo bootswiffle where the people go what is out beyond this town well, there's other towns. There's bigger cities. There's uh, deserts, mountains, oceans, rivers, meadows. Uh, many things. The world is out there. But other realms. Have you ever been to these places? Some. I mean, no one goes to all of them. That would be impossible. No one lives forever. Are there more like me? Well, sure. Sure. Yeah, there's... Uh, I mean, not like you exactly. You're You're unique. You're... You're one of a kind. Uh, but yeah, sure, there's there's more Warforged out there. It would be interesting to see another, to learn who constructed me. I, I suppose I suppose you could do that. Shall I make your lunch? I, I, yes, please. You know, I'd, I'd hate to see you leave and, and go elsewhere, but... You want me to leave? No, no, I don't want you to leave. I... I'd actually like you to stay. You're, you're incredibly useful. Oh, good. I, mean, I know it's probably really important to you to go out. Unless and... you want me to leave. Here is your sandwich. Thank you. Uh, make sure you dust the wood shavings off your, your hands next time. But mm, it's quite good. You require fiber. <laughs> you have noticed that. Thank you. I appreciate the work you did in the uh, lavatory the other day. Uh, l- l- listen, Carver. I don't want you to leave. But. I will not leave. If you feel the need in order to be satisfied as a... I cannot be satisfied. Well, then great. Then there's no problem. But if you ever did feel like you needed to leave, I could give you a leave of absence. Uh, You could go on a a vacation, a hiatus, a holiday. But, you know, you need to come back, of course. I would be able to walk about and go places. Sure, the town's a big place. You'd go to the end of the town. You could maybe travel to the next one and come right back. You know, whatever you wanted. And then I'd come back. Yes, of course. You'd need to come back because you work here. Do I belong to you? Oh, well, that's a touchy subject. Uh, you know, I don't like to get into labels. I will not touch you. <laughs> Thank you. Unless I need that knot in my shoulder worked out again, then... Yes. Carver, you know, I, I don't want to say that I own you, but I don't not own you either. That is contradictory. Well, you know... You either do or you don't. Uh, I assume that you did because you found me and I am not alive. Well, you know, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Bring, bring. Oh, another customer. Welcome to Narlo's Toy Makery. Thank you for inviting me in. Are you a construct? Well, of course I am. Can't you hear the way I'm talking? Yes. Of course. Now, I'll have three cases of whiskey and seven pita pockets immediately delivered to my wagon. Of course. Uh, Car- Carver, don't, don't say yes to that. We, we, don't, we don't sell pita pockets and whiskey. We, oh, we're, uh, right. Uh, we make I, toys. I thought he meant the artificially carved whiskey, the novelty whiskey... Uh, holder. I don't want any of that garbage. Why don't you just give me all of the gold in that cash register over there? <gasps> Wait. Shink. What? Shink. That's right. This is a stick-up. 
you cannot you cannot rob this place that that is against the law of this realm <laughs> I cared out for law how are you laughing <laughs> I have an advanced emotion chip can't you hear it <laughs> you cannot come in here and demand the gold that is in our register this belongs to narlo yes it's mine you can't you can't have it it's my my gold i i need this gold to buy additional tools and food for me not you i don't care i'm getting a quart of oil with this i live free i'm a maverick and as soon as he shoots as soon as he shoots a a a weapon uh carver's gonna lift up his hand and he kind of like flings it towards him and this nine inch uh, knife comes out of his forearm and uh, I'm making an attack. Uh, uh, it instantly kills them. Wow. It just goes, <laughs> just goes right in like a, a an essential yeah. diode, uh, you know, like right in the emotion thing. Yeah. <laughs> laughter. <laughs> Oil everywhere. <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And then the knife flies back. How did I do that? How how did you do that? That was amazing. That's not a that's not a system that you designed yourself. I just assumed maybe in your spare time you were fiddling. I thought and... he was going to hurt you. He was. He was going to take my gold. That would have hurt me a lot. Narlo Bootswiffle. You I could feel... just call me Narlo. <laughs> Narlo Bootswiffle. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Carver. <laughs> this Warforged has raised many questions. He said he was free. He was not on the good side of the law, but I feel like if he can do something like that, then perhaps I need to find a path to why I was made this way. Why I was able to do what I just did. If, if that's what you feel you need to do, you can take a sabbatical, a leave of absence. If you want. You still work here, of course. I mean, you're under contract for life. I haven't signed a contract. You don't need to. I found you, remember? But I don't own you, but I don't not You do not pay me. Correct. But you work here. I do appreciate the lessons on how to carve toys. You've done a fantastic job. You've been an excellent apprentice, and I, I expect that when you return, you will continue. Yes. I will do that. But for now, I need to find out why I have these abilities. I am going to leave now. Uh, you require two weeks' notice before you can take your sabbatical. Mm. All right. I will carve many toys in the meantime, and then in two weeks, I will leave. But I do have one request. Yes. The prototype hummingbird that I've been working on, I would like to take it with me. Well, I suppose if, if you're going to work hard over the next couple of weeks... You create uh, and carve enough toys, then yes, you can earn your hummingbird. I feel it's quite special. I just have to chisel the wings uh, together and create a self-sustaining flight. But I think with the mechanisms that you've shown me, I can, I would be able to do that. You know, something I'd like to give you before you leave is this. I, I, I have a special chisel that I like to use for fine detail work. And, you know, I don't want to say you're like a son to me because... You're a machine, but uh, we've worked together also, for a long time. Also, you cannot time. give birth. Well, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can. You are a male, yes. and males cannot give birth. Only females hum- of human or gnome or elf or dwarf can give birth. I knew I should never have had that talk with you. The birthing process <laughs> takes. Different- yes, 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 Carver. Yes. Uh, and, oh, okay. I know, but I'd like you to take this chisel, 
and use it to complete your hummingbird. And uh, just remember, you know, that chisel's special to me, and so are you. I will take care of this chisel. Thank you, Narlo. You're welcome, Carver. Hey, who shot my robot? <laughs> <laughs> and he just sits down and starts carving toys and making little piles. Brilliant. Yay. All right. Huzzah. Very good. All right, Chris, you also play uh, a beloved character, a fan favorite. Is he? Biscuit. <laughs> uh, sure. You play Biscuit uh, with our group traveling with Alistair Slate in Caster City. Remind us, tell us about Biscuit. Biscuit is a gnome. So kind of sticking with the gnome um, theme here. He is. Uh, he grew up with his friends and family in a, a place called Saddlebrush Glade. He studied under his father, who was also a kind of skilled ar- arcanist in the arcane arts, and he was a pretty good student. Um, Biscuit has kind of a laid back attitude. Uh, he's very jovial. And while growing up, he uh, yeah, well, at, at age 15, he got his father's blessing to head off into the greater world and study cultures and teaching of of other wizards. Um and his goal, his kind of sort of rite of passage, if you will, um, that a lot of uh, gnomes in, in this village do is, is they go off and they find a lot of knowledge and they see the world and they bring it back and they teach everybody. You know, they, they, they teach the younger folk and they kind of pass that knowledge on. And that's how they kind of get updated with the goings on in the world. But no one leaves unless they're of age and then they go off and then they come back. So. It's kind of a this rotating thing. When we meet Biscuit, has he been adventuring or has he been out on this quest for knowledge for very long? Is it kind of in the middle? Is he at the beginning of this enterprise? Um, so he has he has a specific list that of of people that his father has given him of um of different arcane masters throughout the realms and so his he's basically trying to find people on this list um and he's asking around and you know he's not getting any any response so he i don't think he finds anybody until when we you know we did a scene where he meets up with igneous that's probably the first person he meets up with so i think probably on his own he he discovers like some of his abilities and he's he's in the school of um illusion so he he uses illusion to his advantage not like from a trickery standpoint but more um like doing fun things and and making things work so he um up to this point like getting up to this level has been a lot of just honing his craft as a student of his father um but having practice out in the world he's been sort of held back you know and He's, he's like homeschooled, you know? so he's, he's going out there and, and now he's actually showing off these amazing things. And he's like, wow, I can actually do all this. And um, so I, I, that's how kind of how I see him. Uh, he's going out and like finding, trying to find these different wizards and, and arcanists and people that have these abilities. Um, but uh, so far early on, he just, he hasn't found anybody. There's, there's, um, let's see, hold on. One, two, three, four nine there's nine names on his list 
did Biscuit know that he was going to be going on this rite of passage? Was that something that he had been anticipating since he was really young? Or was this something that he decided to do? Yeah, I think I think he knew because other gnomes had gone off uh, to, to do it. You either have a choice in this in this culture to stay in the place that you live forever and ever and just farm and work and do what you're going to do. Or you can go out and learn and then come back and teach. Um, so it's a self-serving community and it's a rotational thing. So his father went out and did that and he came back and taught Biscuit and other um, other kids. And, and, and so I think he always envisioned himself as going out and leaving and learning more from the world. And for some re- for some reason, he doesn't know why his, his father gave him this list to learn from, but he, he's, he gave him this list as like, you need to find these people and learn something from them. Um, I'm not going to tell you why, but, but they will be able to each teach you something that you will, that you will know. So Biscuit doesn't even know what, what specifically he's learning from these people, but uh, but yeah, he he always kind of knew that he uh, that he was going to go out when he was at least fifteen or so. So, so has I, he I think, met any of them, or they're all nine names are still out there? Uh, they're all still out there. Well, I mean, maybe he met. I, I don't know. Maybe he met one before the before the uh, adventure of the podcast happened. I, I I'm open to maybe he's met one of them. <laughs> What's the silliest name on the on the list? We can <laughs> the do silliest that name on the list. Um, um, Hedgebrook <laughs> Pillow Chaser. Uh, <laughs> uh, the silliest name on the list is Phineas Kettlecorn, who is a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Phineas Kettlecorn. Good name. Hmm. Well, I also, I also have a. I also have, I mean, I don't want to give away too many, but... Okay, but. no, no, you can keep your secrets then, keep your secrets. <laughs> Phineas oh, is great. All right, um, keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, um, you know, uh, two options that kind of jump out to me, meeting uh, Phineas Kettlecorn, his first uh, name that he finds on his list is an option. I think maybe also something with learning from his father back in his community uh, before he left, that might be an interesting... Uh, thing to explore as well chris what's jumping out to you yeah it might it might be interesting to to do the the scene with phineas i mean i i mean the the scene with his father i think is more just gonna be like teaching and refining skills and stuff like that but i mean a bit of the unknown would be interesting of you know what what he's going to discover when he meets these people because he and when he met the first person he didn't even know and no one in his new adventuring group of the knights uh has has asked him about this so it's not necessarily a secret but no one has really asked so <laughs> i mean do they know about this list they haven't asked and he hasn't had a reason to bring it up hey do you have a list yeah i can't help but notice that every <laughs> night when you go to sleep you repeat this list of names very yeah, obsessively sure. yeah same seems like eight or nine of them every well day. we're not doing yeah. that scene right <laughs> cersei the hound um, yeah yeah well so like in the do you chris have a like the idea of what he's supposed to learn or are you leaving that as an open I, question? I'm leaving that up to chance mm. and fate and the DM. Mm, okay. I have, I mean, I have an idea, but I, but I thought it would be more fun to just play it. Like, you know, kind of play it, play it interestingly and see what he has. What's his dad's name? Uh, 
No, I don't have as I don't have a name for the dad. But pound cake, fritter, Henry the chicken fried. <laughs> well, so Biscuit's last name Biscuit is not his is not his actual name. It's a nickname. What? You said it was a family and, name. Well, that's canon because his last <laughs> name is Biscuit Whisker Doodle. Damn, good name. So they just call him Biscuit uh, because when he left the town, he's he's like. He introduced himself with that last name, and everybody just calls him Biscuit. Well, what's his met. first name? From the Biscuit Whisker Doodle family. Uh, well, we'll maybe we'll find that out in the scene. Mm. All right. We set this scene on a foggy day mm-hmm. at a stone castle that is right near the ocean. Cue in one of those foghorn sounds. How about just ocean noises? <laughs> ocean noises in general. Whatever copyright free sound effect that we can find plays in the background. And Biscuit is uh, looking around, maybe looking for somebody in particular. Now, that old lady at the, at the roadside said I should go forward and he would probably be here. Boy, that'd be so exciting. It's only been about four weeks since I left, and I've already maybe found my first one. Hark! Uh, Hark! Who goes there? Uh, uh, hello? Who dare approach Kettle Corn Keep? Hark! Oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, hello, uh, my, my name is Jameson. Uh, I'm, uh, uh Jameson Biscuit Whisker Doodle. What business and, have you at Kettle Corn Keep, Hark? Uh, I, I'm looking for someone uh, of the Arcane Arts. Uh, his name is uh, Phineas Kettle Corn. Does mm. he still mm. live here? People hadn't spoken that name in a long time, Hark. I, I, I was sent. I was sent on a on a mission on a quest by my father. See, uh, his name was. What you after? You after gold? You after knowledge, Hark? No, my, my father was Heathcliff Biscuit Whisker Doodle. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. He's and a behind gnome the door like me. Behind the door <laughs> to the lighthouse, you hear a bunch of scraping of metal, uh, unlocking, twisting, gears turning, <laughs> sort of like slowly just <laughs> the door opens, and uh, there's there's a goose right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi. Hello. You got business you, with Kettle Corn? Are you come with me. Phineas Kettle Corn? Nay, merely oh. a familiar, Hark. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Bill. Bill. All right. Hey, that's funny because you have a bill and, and you're... Okay, I'm we just going to We don't do jokes here. Oh, sorry, Hark. sorry, sorry. <laughs> follow me, follow me. Starts okay. waddling up the I'm stairs. I'm following. All right, following a goose. Here we go. Hey, you know, I I, I I thought about having a familiar. Uh, maybe maybe that's a spell I should teach myself. That's one that my dad never really taught me, but I've, I've been working on it secretly because I got a book, see? And if I if I keep practicing it, maybe I was doing going to make it familiar, but I, I never thought you could do a goose because I thought... talk too much. Hurt my ears. Hark. Sorry. After many, many steps up, we arrive in front of what must be the very top of the lighthouse. And he's my third brother, but, you know, I have a younger sister and then a second younger sister. And then cattle I- corn! Cattle corn! Help! What? I told you I can't be disturbed. I'm doing important experiments here. Hey, if I'm being disturbed, you're being disturbed now, Hark! Ah, Bill, you're useless. 
What we is it? We got company. We got company. Door opens. He knows what? Heathcliff. He knows Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Biscuit Whisker Doodle? Yes, that, that's my father, sir. Are, are you Phineas? The Phineas Kettlecorn? You're on my list. And he, he pulls out this little leather-bound uh, portfolio of papers and, and some scrolls, and they kind of all fall out. And he's like, oh, this... This is my keeper trapper. And say so I put all of my stuff in here. I just need to get the, but here's the list. Here's the, the list my father wrote. Phineas uh, Kettlecorn. It's not a name I've heard in a long time. Oh, have, do you know where I can find him? Oh, I, he's me. Oh, <laughs> that's how your father, Biscuit Whiskerdoodle. Heathcliff Biscuit Whisker Doodle the Elder, that's how he knew me. I, I go by Finn now. Come in, come in. Uh, can I get you some I have nothing potions? Uh, I think that one's healing, but it might be uh, fire magic, so it might be better not to. Uh, oh, that's all right. I, I'm, I'm quite well. Thank you, Bill. You can go back down and it don't let anyone else in. Is that is that okay? Hey, hey, you got any bread? You got any bread? I yeah. want some bread, uh, though. No, um, I don't I, have I, bread. I, have, I don't even have potions. All I have Your is bread? like a, a couple of berries. I have some good berries. He's got berries. Let me good, see. Him. They're Let good berries. Him. Oh, would yeah, you yeah, like yeah. this? Watch it. He bites. <laughs> he, does, he just does. And Bill just waddles away down the stairs. He <laughs> does oh, not Bill. care if he gets a finger. Yeah, no, uh, apparently not. Um, well, gosh, Mr. Kettlecorn Finn. Um, I, you're the first person on my list. My my dad, uh, my 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 father sent me to find all these uh, arcane people, and uh, you're you're the first one. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> How is old Heathcliff doing? Oh, he's 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 fine. He's uh helping out back in um, Saddlebrush and uh, Saddlebrush Glade is where we're from, and uh, mostly just kind of helping out with the community, and you know taking care of livestock and helping the crops when they're not growing. Hmm. Boring. All right. Well, and I suppose he sent you out with some sort of a list. Yes, that's right, sir. Hmm. Divination Are you going to teach me stuff? Yes. Are, are, are you going to teach me things, how to blow up things? Are you going to teach me how to turn invisible? Or, or, or how to turn into a, a goose like that? Or, or um, how no. to face through bricks? Do, do you how to fly? I don't recommend you want to turn into a a goose that's really not at all like even geese don't really want to be geese as you can tell so maybe i, I can turn that's... other people into geese mm, well perhaps there's perhaps there's something i could teach you let me see well, I, I, i've yeah. been studying the school of illusion sir and i heard there was other schools out there of wizardry and, and arcaneness and um i was wondering well what school do you follow sir my own particular school, I, I dabble in many things, but I prefer the school of divination. Ooh, that is really interesting. Wait, wait, I'm having a vision. I, I, I know that you have this list, and I know there's names. There's names on this list, and one of the wow. names... How did you know that? It's my name. There is a name with your name. There's a list with your name on it. Yes, yes, Phineas Kettlecorn, my name is there. And you're finding these people, and, well, let me get you something. And he roots around, and he finds an old chest, and he 
brushes some things off of it, and there's a cloak, and it's kind of dusty, and he lifts up the trunk and uh, reaches in there, and uh, he pulls out a orb. Oh, is this the secret to divination? Uh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, here, uh, here, hold on to it. Oh, wow. Uh, how does it work? Do I have to say uh, magical words, or do I have to think real hard? Or look deep inside it. Okay. And tell me what you see. I see. Do I see anything? <laughs> you tell me. Uh. Because when you look into the orb, you see not just the orb, you see yourself reflected back, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I see. Biscuit Whisker Dude. That's really long. Jameson Biscuit Whisker Dude. Can I just call you Biscuit? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Biscuit. Yeah, I, I'll. I'll Alright. This'll take less time. If you I know, a lot of. Uh, actually, I'll be fair and you'll be Biscuit. A lot of people back in town just call me. Just call us Biscuit. You know, they're like, hey, Bis- Biscuit or Biz. I mean, they even shorten it even further, but. Well, I'm sure that's more confusing in your town with the Biscuit Whisker Doodle franchise all over the place. But out here, Biscuit will do fine. I think it will serve you well. Um, well, yeah, I see my reflection and, and uh, it's kind of distorted and like my... I, I got mm, a bit. Hey, you're distorted, man. What? You're distorted. You're distorted. What? No, I'm not distorted. You're distorted. Wait, my reflection's talking to me. Finn, what, what's going on? What, is, this, is this my true self? Is this who I'm going to be? Well, perhaps you should talk back to it. Hello, I, I'm, 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 I'm Jameson. I'm in a, I'm Biscuit. Hey, Biscuit, I'm Biscuit. Wow, <laughs> are you my future self? Mm, can't tell you that. Hmm. Well, what am I supposed to do on my quest? Will I find all the names? If you try hard enough. Oh, that's good. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, of course, you might not, even if you try hard enough. Something bad happens. Oh, well, that's that's true. I guess, you know, all's fair and frogs and gigging, you know, as they say. So, um, well, uh, do I ask you more questions or do you, do you have any questions for me, Biscuit or Biscuit? Yeah. Why, why, why'd you pick Phineas first? Oh, I, I picked him because he sounded like the silliest name. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh, no offense, Mr. Kettlecorn. I mean, there was some other silly names on there, but but I like silly, so I decided to... Also, um, from what I heard, uh, there was a dwarf that lived on the coast, and and uh, and I, I just knew you were a dwarf. It says, Phineas Kettlecorn may be dwarf. This is why I go by Finn. It's uh, a silly name. Yeah, Of course, yep. I'm not a whisker doodle, so well, <laughs> I've spared you a lot of are. being made fun of in bars. Anyway, talk to the orb. Oh, right. Uh, so, Orb Biscuit... Um, uh, what am I supposed to do next? Who should I look for next? You're going to have to go in, in, on a little adventure in order to find out who you need to find next. You're not going to find one of the names on your list until you go on this adventure. And then if you survive the adventure, you might go ahead and find some of the other people on the list. And that'll guide you to the list. You see? Uh, I, I think so. Sure. I have to go on an adventure and I might find people on the list. Okay. Um, That's enough. But, he takes oh, the herb back. Ah, hey, oh, <laughs> bye. Wraps it up. Puts it back in the chest. Wow, that was it. that was Puts really the interesting. Back on top. Mm. Well, biscuit, I'm I'm very busy. I've got potions to make, and I, I can I can cook for you if you like. I, I'm a good cook. Oh. I, I can I can also do this. And he just casts minor illusion. It's like this little dancing horse uh, dancing on his back legs, kind of going like kick kick kick. kick. I've been working on this one. Horse. But- 
dancing, dancing on his legs. <laughs> what would be the function of that particular illusion? I don't know. Distraction. I don't know. I could do that. Yeah, maybe sort of. And and as tricks. he's doing that, uh, I've secretly cast Mage Hand and tried to take the orb from <laughs> from behind his back. <laughs> It's like, see, it's a dancing horse, see, but it's real distracting. Hmm. Interesting. By the way, what's a giggin? Oh, giggin's something you, say you that do. It's a verb. Orb. Oh, you go like gigging. Two gig? Frogs, crawdads, gig. tiger lilies, right. oh, oh. snake doodles, you know, like anything right. that's going around, anything that you hmm. want to kill or just gigging, find yes. have for dinner. Oh, all right. Makes sense. All right. Well, I guess I'll be going now. Oh, all right. You, did did you want to cook for me, or you oh, have to go? Uh, you know, I, don't, I should don't have probably just food. keep going. I'm I'm gonna head out. I'm I'm real tired, and I, I got a dinner that I left in the forest um out there. So all right, well, I go. guess I could just I could drink the lava potion and or the healing potion here and just take my luck. I suppose it's a uh, nice stopping by. Say say hello to sure. Say hello to Heathcliff if you uh, oh I certainly see him will. after you meet. Just I. Work your names. Just maybe look for the next silliest name next, and 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 you'll be fine. Uh, if you want to stay, we could maybe watch a movie later, or do like a reenactment of, watch a, of a book. A what? Or, what's a what's a movie? Uh well, uh, illusionists like yourself, we read books and then we like create the illusions of those, oh, and we make them. That's move a good around. idea. It's a coming. It's a growing industry. Okay. Uh, so okay. Just, just... Okay. Okay. All right. So you can stay. You can stay tonight and and, and hang well, out. I mean, and I, maybe tomorrow. Seeing a, a doing a, together a, and doing a, a, sort of a, a movie sounds really interesting. I mean, I, I I got a lot of books I read. That I've never even thought about projecting a, a a vision on the wall about it. I mean, like. Well, I'm not very good at it. Here's here's my minor illusion, and he creates a. a tries to create a grasshopper but it has like two heads and only one leg and it's uh, kind of like distorted and like uh, i'm more of a diviner so i, right, I right. can't really capitalize on yeah the, your, your the movie um, your resolution's uh, a little off it's more like yeah. 150 dpi but yeah but i do divine things i use my orb do you want to see the orb again i'll no, show no, you this orb I, i'm gonna go i, I i'm gonna right. see, see you later uh tell tell uh tell bill i said uh, goodbye so uh I, i'm sure he'll honk at you on the way out watch your fingers keep all keep right close to he your just body. like goes all down right. the stairs <laughs> bye and that's how biscuits stole phineas's orb <laughs> yay <laughs> i'm free I met bill the goose <laughs> did he end up stealing okay. the orb <laughs> hmm. i'd say yes Orb question mark uh, is now in my in my notes. Okay, this is foreshadowing. Yep, that's him. Eight more to go. 